0: It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by JK Contracting. Ready? Break! Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills and Joey Madore.
1: From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills on the mic alongside Joy Maduro on this 26th day of August, 6:06 in the clock, and 88 degrees, and partly sunny outside here in Southeast Ohio. It's a sports fan presented by J&K Contracting, and you know it is getting closer and closer to the high school football season, and it's time for us to start really digging down deep breaking it down and trying to go team by team and maybe even release a little bit of a power rankings ourselves but it's the preview show for the high school football season as it's coming up this friday again our coverage will be over on wxtq this week where it'll be athens at alexander they'll be over on wxtq power 105 105 105.5 on the fm or you can listen to it live through the live stream you can go to wxtq.com and uh click listen live and it used to be uh Halsey bad at love, but now it's the up-to-date music and information, which is always good to know. Uh, But you can click on that link, and then you'll be uh, tuned in to that game coming up on Friday. And then our game of the week over on WXTQ uh, will be Trimble at NY. We'll have Nelsonville York's coach, Coach Rusty Richards, joining the program at around 6.30. And Trevor Stevens will break down a little bit about Athens, what's going on here in the county. And, of course, you mean he's always a, a great... Wealth of information, uh, so it's always great talking to Trevor and really, uh, you know, finding out what's going on. I mean, he, he seems to have everything, but we'll talk to him a little bit uh, a little bit later in the program. But let's start with the TVC Hawking right now, right, Joey? Because for the Hawking, and we've had Michael Roth on, who's, I guess, we'll, we'll label him the sports director at the 740 Zone, but the sports director over at WUB. Uh, Roth thinks that the Hawking is going to be a little bit more open than it has in the past. He thinks yeah. that maybe Eastern could give Trimble a run for the money at the top, or maybe even Waterford. Well, I believe his pick is Waterford
2: to uh, end up winning the whole thing. And, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I know we've been talking about this, but after doing my deep dive over the past couple of days into, you know, the situations of the, you know, the three top teams, I think it's clear, are going to be Trimble, Waterford, and Eastern. And uh, when you look at that, um I don't know, just, there's just some glaring things that we'll get into here that make me believe the same thing. I do think that Eastern and Waterford could potentially be a better team this year than the Trimble Tomcats. I know it sounds crazy and everybody's going to be all out of whack about that comment, but just, I mean, get into
1: it. What, whatever team you want to talk about first. Also, I mean, we... The top three, I mean, as we've said, you know, that we imagine, you know, as this all plays out, Trimble, Eastern Waterford, right? Those those have been the top couple programs in the hockey for the past couple of years. All three I playoff know. teams last year. Right. And even I think Belpreet could have a successful year, too, this year. But uh, as we take a look, right, let, let's start with uh, the Trimble Topcats, right? Because Trimble, the 2018, went to the state championship game. Last year, they were the only team uh, going against an undefeated team uh, in the Springfield Tigers. And you know, lost by one point, twenty-one to twenty. Uh, you know, that was still a devastating game. But uh, for Trimble this year, they've got Phil Fears' twenty-seventh year as the head coach. Uh, they got five new starters on the offensive line. So it was a experienced offensive line, but now they have a couple new faces in there. They got to replace everybody. They got a new quarterback. They got a new tailback. Uh, for the quarterback, uh, I think it's going to be the guy uh, Tabor Lackey. Yep. And then uh, Bryce Downs will be the tailback, trying to replace Connor Wright. Uh, who did a phenomenal job during his four years for the Trimble Tomcats. Uh, Starting with Trimble, you know, I think there's still some good pieces around. And, of course, you can never, ever count the Trimble Tomcats out of any football game. Uh, But, you know, this is a different team. You know, this is not the same team uh, that I think that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Uh, You mentioned
2: Lackey and Downs both played. I believe Lackey was a tight end last year, and Downs played wide receiver and that's your, that's your new backfield. Of course, I mean, they would just throw Lackey back at quarterback without, you know, thinking that he could handle the job. But, I mean, losing all five offensive linemen, I mean, that that's tough. Uh, and just the triple team, it's so young this year. I heard a Ferris interview where he said around half their roster are freshmen this season. I mean, think about that. Half your varsity football team roster being freshmen. Think about the amount of guys that are going to have to grow up really fast in, in that team. And you know, with every game being so important in a season like this, you don't have that much time to be growing up.
1: You got to be ready to go right away. They play Eastern week two. They play NY week one, right? And I know NY is going to be gunning for them this this coming Saturday. And we'll we'll talk to Coach uh, Rusty Richards you know at six thirty. Uh, you know after uh, you know, we we talk with Trevor Stevens. But still, uh, you know the Trimble Tomcats. I still don't think that you can count them out of anything, no. right? They and I'm have not a history you... of winning. Yeah. Right, I mean, they have a tradition here in Southeast Ohio. They've been so successful for so many years. You know, this maybe you know half the team being freshmen might not be ideal, but you know it is that Trimble culture. It is you know the culture continuing, you know the the winning ways of in Gloucester. Yeah, and I think you know Trimble, they're not going to have a, they might have a learning curve in the beginning. You know, maybe NY wins this game, but I think it's going to be a different Trimble team week one than it is week six
2: yeah and i agree and my high school coach always told me that uh, culture beats scheme any day and of course trimble has the culture around here of being the great team they're going to be tough on defense that's just how phil ferris's football teams are they're not going to be afraid to you know go in and get down and dirty in the trenches and you know be ready to go and uh, they're going to be ready for NY because it's a big robbery game week one. And week two, they're going to have to be ready for Eastern as well because, you know, Trimble's not going to just pass the torch over to uh, Waterford or Eastern for the, the stronghold they've had on the hawking here in the past few years. But, they're going to make them take it away from them. For sure. And it's not going to be an easy task, but I think they are vulnerable. They're not shutting out everybody this year like they did last year. Six. Six points in the regular season. Yeah. That's all they gave up. Exactly. I don't think you're going to have that happen this year. Um so I, I just think they could be vulnerable this year at times where they weren't last year. Because And the other thing is five new linemen. You know, Waterford and and Eastern both are returning nine starters on their defense. They're going to be ready to go. You know, uh, Eastern had the, uh, I believe it was a Southeast, it was Will Oldacker, last year's Southeast District Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year at Middle Linebacker returning. Not to mention, they have two All-State running backs returning in Newland and Fitzgerald. And, uh, you know, those guys had success last year. Led them to an 8-2 and record in their first playoff appearance in quite some time. So, I just think Trimble has a lot to deal with.
1: And, you know, it is fair. You know It is a different season. I mean, it's been a different season ever since you know, 2019 ended. Uh, it's been a different year. But, uh, I think for the Tomcats, you know, they're going to be ready. They're going to be, uh, you know, gearing up and ready to go uh, come week one. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I mean, that's going to come up on Saturday, and we really get to gauge where the Trimble Tomcats are at uh, after that game against Nelsonville York. Uh, but on to Eastern right now, right? They got Coach Pat Newlands. Uh, you mentioned Steve Fitzgerald and Blake Newlands. Uh, they're both seniors, both named to the All-State team. Uh, the one thing I saw an in, uh, interview uh, about Fitzgerald, and uh, he gained a little bit of, of of weight over the off-season. He gained 30 pounds. Uh, but he says that his speed has not been uh, taken away. And, you know, they think that they can be a good dominant team this year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm interested in seeing if they can get their first TVC hockey title since 2000.
2: Yeah, it will be an interesting story to follow. Here. Another in- interesting story about Eastern that I saw, they have five pairs of brothers on their team this year. Out of a team I think they have, uh, off the top of my head, it was around 30, 35 guys on their team. They have five sets of brothers I mean, isn't that something you, that's something you would think, I mean, maybe up in Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati areas, you know, a a big uh, private school has, you know, that many groups of brothers because once you get one brother, you'll get the next. But for a small school down here to have five groups of brothers on a team, that's something. And I think you have to say that that will breed competition because naturally. I mean, I know you don't have a brother, Connor, but you have other siblings. You go outside with your brother, and you always want to beat him. And whatever you do, whether it's playing video games, whether it's you guys are shooting a horse in the in the in the front yard. So I think that will cause this Eastern team to push each other to a limit, and I don't think they're going to want to settle for anything less than the T.V.C. Hawking title this year. They're returning nine starters on defense, eight starters on offense. Uh, they're going to be ready to go week one, and uh, I just think that they're going to be.
1: Perhaps the best team in the conference this year. And yeah, we'll have to see. And, and uh I'm, I'm interested in watching that Fitzgerald and Newland's you know, backfields. I want to see how good that these two running backs are because again they were the uh, named to the All-State team. Uh Those are the two that are really going to keep an eye on all season long, and see if the the Trimble defense because it's going to be Trimble and Eastern on week two, because Tomcats it doesn't get easy for for Trimble and of course it's not easy for for Eastern but. Uh, for Eastern, they've got on you know, Trimble Week 2. That's going to be a huge game. Then, of course, we'll go out there and, and cover that uh, over on Power 105 for the game of the week. Uh, but it, we're going to learn a lot about these teams within the first couple couple weeks here. Uh, and on to Waterford, right? Because Waterford's coached by Eric McCutcheon. Uh, you said it before, but we'll say it again. Nine defense uh, players are back. Eight on offense are back. Uh, they do open up with... Fort Fry, which is going to be a very difficult game there yep. for the Waterford Wildcats. Fort Fry hasn't lost a regular season game in a long time. They have a 26 regular uh, game win streak uh, right now for Fort Fry. And uh, last year they went 10 and 0, finished with a record of 11 and 1. But that, that's a very difficult week one matchup. But you can't judge Waterford just by uh, what they do against Fort Fry. It's a nice comparative measure, but yeah. you can't really say
2: right. Well, I mean. If you get to go out and beat them, you can say, man, Waterford really is the real deal this year. But um, we'll see what happens with that one. As you mentioned, uh, 26 straight wins is incredible for Fort Fry, and they've had Waterford's number, of course, over the past few seasons through that uh, win streak. Um, But uh, Waterford, as you mentioned, another team bringing back a lot of guys uh, this year. I know they're amped up for that game. I mean... They as you said, eight offensive starters. Now one of them being their quarterback did graduate last year, but having that experience of the guys in the skill positions around a new quarterback developing can uh can, you know, really help out a lot. And I think that's gonna prove for Waterford this year. Um yeah, I think Waterford's gonna be another team that just they might they I think it's possible. They could get the best of Trimble this year. I mean, they're looking for a fifth straight playoff appearance. They're another team that wants that TVC Hawking title this year and they're another team that returns both their starting running backs and you know the hawking is a league where you need a, a couple of backs because you run the football a lot guys get tired need breathers so uh yeah waterford's another team
1: that uh is going to be really good in the hockey this year let's move on to belpre right i think belpre is a, a very interesting team they got a new coach uh, this year he's been on the coaching staff for the last three years but coach lance Beingar. Uh, Beingard steps up for Mike Duvall, who stepped down for the time being, but will still be around the program. Uh, he was with Parkersburg Catholic before he started coaching over at Belpre. And then uh, it's going to be a good test against Shenandoah uh, week one for the Belpre Golden Eagles. Uh, what do you know about Belpre?
2: Well, you know, we've, we've seen Belpre uh, over the last few years uh, turn the program a little around in a sense, as they were kind of scraping the bottom of the conference for a while, but, you know, they've hovered around 500 at 5-5. Five and five. They had a above 500 season just a couple of years ago. And, you know, th- I think it's big to keep a guy that uh, came in with uh, the former head coach, I believe Mike Duvall was his name. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, he was kind of the one that led to the culture change around Belpre, and now you're promoting from within. That's a guy who you would assume holds the same values uh, as being important for the t- upcoming season. So I think Belprey they're going to be interesting. They should handle uh, South Gallia and and uh, Southern in the conference for sure. And uh, I know they play, uh, what's their week one game? Uh, the week one game is Shenandoah. Right. So, I mean, that, that, that'll be a telling matchup early on. But I think Belpreet, they'll have another year where they hover around 500. I don't think they'll be fourth in the conference. I don't think they can overtake uh, Eastern Waterford or Trimble. But I, I think they'll just hover around right in the middle there at the
1: fourth spot. We'll see. And now uh, on to South Gallia. I mean, they won't put up with Sims Valley. Uh, South Gallia, you know, it's been up and down for them over the past couple of years, but uh, what about them? Yeah, I, I'm just, I think there's too much talent in the conference for either South Gallia or
2: Southern to uh, really make an impact this year. Southern lost their best player in uh, uh, Trey McNichol, and I mean, they struggled last year even with having such talented of a back in the backfield. So I think those two, it just really, on. When we're looking at conference standings by the end of the year, it just matters what they do when they play each other. Whoever wins that game will avoid uh, coming in last place in the conference. But I just don't think they're going to have the uh, the top three is really tough this year, man. I, I, that, like it's it's of course you got rid of some of the other teams that were kind of guaranteed wins for teams like South Gallia and Southern as well, and those games are gone now. You know you don't get Miller or Wahama or Federal Hawking, so right. yeah, I just think it might be a little bit of a struggle for those two teams in the conference this year. What's
1: next? Power rankings. We got Trimble. I'll, I'll go with my power rankings first it. in here, right? I'm gonna go this until you take it away from the Trimble Tomcats. I say that Trimble still finishes out on top. Uh, it's gonna be very telling to see what they do in week number one against Nelsonville York. Of course, Nelsonville York has a good team. But we'll talk to Rusty Richards uh, in a moment. Uh, you know, not before we talk to Trevor. But uh, I think it's definitely going to be. Uh, it's a tough call this year, but I still think that the Tomcats get out on top. I think uh, I like what you said about Waterford. Waterford's got a tough matchup against Fort Fry week one. I'll go Waterford two. Eastern will be three. I'll go with the Belpre Golden Eagles at four. And then uh, South Gallia five, Southern six. Yeah, well, I mean, we agree on the bottom. I'm
2: going to say Southern six, South Gallia five, Belpre four. And now, Ale- yeah, it's just so. It's tough to go out on this limb here because Trimble's just been so dominant in the area. But uh, I've, I've, mm, I I've think Waterford will be the best team in the conference this year. After analyzing everything, I think they return the most talent uh, all over the place, like returning 17 starters when you have 21 or 22, excuse me. On I mean, I think that's really key. I think Eastern is the second-best team in the conference going into the season. From a power rankings standpoint, I think Eastern – it's the second-best team in the Hawking this year. I think their duo at running back is really going to cause issues for teams. I think they're hungry. As I mentioned, five groups of brothers on the team. They're going to be playing for each other. They're going to be determined. And, uh, you know, they're going to want to make some noise in the postseason. Of course, they made it for the first time in a while last year. But this year, I think they want to win a playoff game. I mean, these gr- this group of kids, I've, I heard Coach Newland say, have been playing together since third grade. So a lot of chemistry on the team, and they're going to be excited to play. I got Trimble at three this year uh i just think they the tough matchups early will prove difficult for such a young team and i that's why i have them finishing third in the conference
1: well there you have it we'll have to go back and see at the end hopefully we have a full high school football season i feel but like i might go... get i might get exiled
2: for picking trimble to finish third in the hawking but oh
1: well, yeah i mean <laughs> if, as soon as the phone lines light up you know you can let them have it especially over on football friday night uh, I don't know. I just be, really uh, like,
2: especially in high school football, I think experience is very key. And I just think Trimble, they might figure it out throughout the season by playoff time, which is all that really matters. But I just think they're going to suffer for some early lumps with, uh, you know, just a, such a just a young freshman-dominated
1: team playing against, you know, teams that are very experienced coming into this season. And now it's time to flip on over towards the TVC Ohio. But before we get there, uh, we do have some breaking news coming out of the Reds and the Brewers. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers will not play their game tonight following the shooting of Jacob Blake. That's being reported by ESPN. Again, the Reds who were slated to start at 740 for the pregame, 810 uh, for a first pitch. The Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers will not play, uh, just like how the Bucs, uh, that NBA playoff game, uh, was boycotted earlier today. That was breaking news out of ESPN. Uh, but as it stands right now, uh, Reds, Brewers, will not happen. Got to tell you information when we get the information. And, of course, you know it's not a good situation with what happened there. But uh, with the Reds and the Brewers, that has been postponed. It will not happen tonight. But back to high school football. They now bring on, uh, really, our our local information guy. I mean, he's got everything that we could ever imagine stats-wise. He does a tremendous job keeping everybody informed, not just us, but, you know, if you ask him, he probably knows the answer for you. But Trevor Stevens joins the program now. And, Trevor, uh, what information do you have for us today? I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting season for the Athens Bulldogs. Uh, they're coming off of the TVC Ohio win uh, last season. They got the championship. They tied with the Nelsonville York Buckeyes. But as it stands right now, uh, what do you got for us coming up for the Athens Bulldogs, Trevor? Uh,
3: so, for uh, Athens, they lose, like, Record like saying receiver Nate Turner, running back Colden, Stalin, and wide receiver Braden Halbert, but they bring back uh, Joey Moore who passed for 2,400 yards and 24 touchdowns, and Peyton Gale who was the top tackler who is also a wide receiver. He had 63 tackles last year.
1: But and I think we just lost Trevor. I, I think he just disconnected. But yeah, I mean, it is a definitely a a different. Uh, Trevor's back now. We'll get him on in a moment. But uh, you know, for the Athens, yeah, I mean, you got Joey Moore coming back. You got a team that you know could go pretty far this year. I had second year head coach, you know, Nathan White, first year at the helm last year. Uh, but you do have a couple of skill position players to replace, of course, in uh, you know Nate Trainer, who is the Athens you know, athlete of the year. Um, but still, you know, you got a lot of, lot of people to to move around it and, and see what this team can be. Yeah, I'll be interested. Uh, Trevor, just a question for you here, you know, with uh, Joey Moore having such a successful
2: season last year in his first year at the helm, and he's coming back this year for his second year as a starter, obviously, you know. What do you think he can do to improve on such a successful first season?
3: Uh, with Joey Moore, if he can expand by making him Expand his play that should give Athens more of an ability to expand the playbook. So that's expand, which will give you better chances to win some of the close games. Because Athens went five and five last day with losing all three of their non-conference games, and being blown out by Parkersburg South, who went on to finish as runner-up in the West Virginia playoffs. So, but if you can improve, if Joey can improve, if we can win our non-conference game, which is Marietta this year, beginning of a home-and-home series with them. Yeah,
1: it'll be a uh, you know a good, I think that's going to be a very telltale game for, for Athens there, because you got Athens at Alexander, uh, and then the second game, uh, Athens hosting Vinton County, you host Marietta, and it is a very, you know, it, it's a... I'd want to say very testing schedule. I mean, you're going to be tested a lot early, uh, especially with this six-week I season.
3: I agree with that because the, looking at the schedule, Athens' playoff will be determined by the three home games they play, Raton County, Malia, and well, missing straight. someone. Yeah.
1: They got those three teams right there, and, of course, Athens trying to build upon the season that they had. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Trevor, who, I mean, right now in the conference, it,
2: look, it looks like Athens could be perceived as the favorite going into the season. Who do you think is going to be their biggest threat uh, to potentially take the TBC Ohio away from them this year? It's
3: always and will ever be Nelson New York. The Buckeyes, as long as they're uh, at Athens level, that game every year, the last game of the year, has been in... Well, most likely this year too will decide the conference champion. It's always going to be Athens and Nelson, New York. Like Wilson might be a surprise team. Vinton County might jump up there. In twenty fifteen Alexander surprised everyone and won the TEC title. But you have to, it's basically Athens and Nelson New York are the top tier, then there's the middle tier and then there's Alexander in the Valley And the bottom tier trying to make their way up. Yeah, I mean,
1: at least in our couple years here, you know, it has been, you know, Athens near the top, uh, Nelsonville, York at the top. Of course, they had that special year back in 2017 where they went 13 and one. But you know, it is a very, I think, different, you know, TVC Ohio year this year. I mean, who knows what Megs could have? They got a talented quarterback in Coulter Cleveland. Uh, who knows? You know. You know, maybe Alexander builds upon the 3-0 and season that they had last year at the beginning of the year before they fell to Athens
3: uh, at, at the beginning of the year in that fourth game. I really have heard that Roaston might be the surprise team again this year based on what happened in the off season and how they played last year.
2: Yeah, well, I think Coach Mike Smith has really done a great job turning that program around. I mean, in his first season, being able to get them to a playoff game was was huge, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like right now from what I've been reading up on, they're uh, they're expecting another uh, pretty good year this year, and they also expect to be in the top half of the TBC once
1: again. But it is a, uh, a very good TVC Ohio, and uh, Trevor will get back to you in just a minute because on the phone lines right now we've got head coach of the Nelsonville York Buckeyes, Coach Rusty Richards. Coach, it's good to have you on the program. How are you?
4: Oh, thanks for having us guys. Uh just got home from practice. How'd that uh, practice made go? It just in time. <laughs> yeah. but it's just been a different year. You know, what I mean we uh yesterday we go uh we go out, we get about an hour and fifteen minutes and uh you know, lightning, so you know, we had to go to the film room and well, actually we couldn't go to the film room, we didn't have electricity. So uh <laughs> we went to the gym and did some walkthrough, you know, walk through tremble formations. Uh you know, it's just we had to cancel the volleyball game last night. Uh so today, you know, opposite, we don't get to go out on time because of lightning, and uh, you know, we got to finish up uh, our second half of the practice. So it's just been, uh, it's been been a different year, guys. <laughs> so.
1: Absolutely, and I know, you know. First, let's get kind of the regulations out of the way, right? Because I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening into this now have a lot of questions about, you know, can we go and see a Nelsonville York Buckeye game this year? So what will be the rules, and what is you know, kind of the protocols? For if fans get to attend a football game this year at your high school,
4: well, first off is uh, you know um, you know usually it's like the high state Michigan game you know you're trying to get tickets uh, now it's uh, high school football uh, you know we're all on a limited uh, basis um, throughout the state of Ohio so a lot of it depends upon your well it's all dep- dependent upon your seating capacity so we are only allowed to let in fifteen percent of the seating capacity so for Northville York that's going to be around three hundred sixty. You know, every stadium is a little different, so, you know, um, what we're able to do, luckily our stadium's a little bit bigger than most around our area, we're able to offer, you know, Trimble's uh, football players, and our football players are all going to get four passes apiece, so if you do not have that pass, you are not getting in, so unless you're a media, um, you know, one of my chain gang workers, you know, clock personnel, uh, it's, it's going to be hard to come by a ticket, you know, I'm sure a lot of people want in that game Saturday night, and what I'm hearing mostly, when we go on the road, we're probably only going to get two per player. So some of the stadiums are smaller. So it's uh, it's definitely going to be different. And I'm, I've had a lot of parents asking me because I'm also the athletic director. You know, and they're asking for more tickets. And there's nothing I can't do. There's nothing we can do. So unless, uh, you know, somebody on a team, parents out of town or don't want to go, they're only getting four. So it's, it's not ideal. But like I told the kids, hey, at least we're getting to play. So yeah. if you have that ticket, you know, then you have uh, we got hand sanitizer stations around the stadiums, around the volleyball courts. Uh, you know, you have to sit six feet apart, sit with your family, um, temperature, temperature checks. If you're over, you know, if you're over 100, you're not going to get in anywhere. You know, whether that's better hockey in Trumbull, Nelson, New York, Athens, you know, it's, it's pretty much it's the same standard set by the governor in high, high school. So it's just different. You have to wear the mask. And like an like an idiot today, I wore a black one. That wasn't the great idea for practice today on, you know, 95 degrees out. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just some of the small things. I mean, there's many, many more. Um, you know, the the football. What's going to be different for like Troy and those guys? You know, doing the uh, radio. Uh, it's going to look different. You know, normally you get tackled, you flip the ball to the official. Mm-hmm. You now take it back to the huddle and you hand it to your center. Really? They're going to use. Uh, yep. Yeah, they're going to use uh, spotters. They got bean bags. Also, the bean bag where the kid is tackled, you know, um, or pushed out of bounds, you know, whatever. And, again, you take the football back with you, um, and that, that's the, the spot of the ball. So, um, you know, at least we got the scrimmage last week and try that. You know, kids from, you know, we scrimmage Eastern, they kept trying to flip the ball to the officials, and they'd like, they'd like hey, take it with you. <laughs> so it's just it's a lot of, lot of different things. But other than that, after that, it's other than wearing the mask, it's, we're playing tackle football, and it's, it's, it's fun to watch.
2: Yeah, so coach, you know how how do you think your your guys have really adjusted to this kind of different off season and to you know how uh, practice has been over the last few weeks?
4: You know, once you get out there, uh, once we're on that, you know, we got to wear the mask to the practice field. You know, once we get on, we put the helmets on. You know, it's after that, it's it's football. You know, it hasn't had a different feel. A little bit there during August was just more like, hey, are we playing? Or are we not playing? So that was a different feel, but other than that, you know, once you get out there for them couple hours of practice, it was like you know, any other August, with the exception of you didn't see the big water coolers because everybody's got to bring their own water. Uh, that's another thing. You know, we're not, obviously, no sharing of water bottles, so the kids had to get in the habit of bringing their own, and so we just had a bunch of 8-ounce disposables for them in case they forgot. Uh, you know, once you touch it, it's yours. Um, but again, you don't see the big water jugs on the sidelines no more, uh, but... Again, it's football. You know, once you get out there, the kids are going to forget that there's not a full capacity. And um, you know, I told our kids the other day. I said, whether we get four tickets, twelve tickets, I said, twenty years from now, at the end of the season, we're either going to put paint on that wall and win a TBC title, or we're not. And you know, so we're not. We're going to forget about all the other stuff. Uh, so we're we going to leave our legacy, or we're we not. You know, and then Buckeye tradition. So uh, we're a few days away from starting that legacy.
1: Absolutely, and coach, you know, you start the season now. Uh, without, you, know, you had a very talented, you know, athlete you know, at your school and Keegan Wilburn had 72 touchdowns, you know, in his four years, uh, during his career there. Uh, Mikey seal, uh, was quarterback for the last two seasons, did a nice job for you. Uh, who do you see really stepping up and fulfilling in those positions?
4: Uh, you know, as far as Keegan, uh, you're not going to replace uh, Keegan Wilburn. You know, we, we get a division one talent, you know, about once every, uh, eight, ten years, you know, it seems like, uh. So it's going to be by committee. You know, you're going to see uh, Kobe Bennington's going to fill in some of the tailback for us. Um, you'll see um, Brandon Phillips back there. Uh, Jared Justice is a, is a move in from Logan. Uh, you'll see him back there. Colton Snyder is going to carry it. Uh, it's going to be multiple kids. Well, you'll see back there carrying the football. Um, the quarterback, uh, Drew Carter Jr., uh, he, he stepped in. He had an outstanding scrimmage the other day, probably far ahead of where he probably should be as a first-year starter um but you know he's a he's a 4.0 in the classroom we moved him to quarterback as a freshman because of his of his uh mind and he's very athletic and he's just worked his towel off um we went in the mornings he was over there four or five nights a week at six o'clock with him and his buddies on their own time so he's got great timing with ethan gale uh you know uh critter mcdonald some of our receivers um and like i said he he tore up Eastern in that throwing the ball, you know, and he's a, he's also a running threat. So um, uh, I look for big things out of him. Again, Mikey had a great season for us last year, threw for 1,700 yards. Um, but you know, honestly, with with what we got back around uh, Drew Carter, I think he can have that same kind of success also because our, our line is is vastly improved from last year.
2: And coach, with uh, the offense you guys run that spread, read option type, throw the ball around. Uh, how important is it to have depth at the running back position, like you're describing?
4: Uh, well, it's nice. Like I said we're going to, you know, we're going to. We got some more kids. Uh, we're running Reese Moller. He's, uh, you know, he actually broke Keegan Wilburn's uh, indoor track record last year. So obviously, he can run a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got him running some jet sweeps. Brandon Phillips, um, except like we're going to bring a few more Hudson daughter, sophomore. He's going to carry the ball some. Uh, I don't, I don't see you too many nights you'll probably see anybody have twenty carries for the Buckeyes. You might see a lot of fives and sixes. Um, and again, the more weapons we have, the less people can, you know, they can key on one guy. So. You know, last year, Keegan took a lot of the – everybody wanted it. Wherever he was at, they shaded his way. So it's just going to be interesting. Uh, we've, had, we've seen that for two years. So it's going to be a little different play calling when people just like sort of play it straight up on a, you know, a normal defense. So yeah. hopefully we can start getting some you know, the key on some of these guys and some of these guys are – to have a Like you said, he's – what was it, 72 touchdowns? Yeah, um, 72. So somebody's going to have to get their name in the paper for us to have the success. <laughs> you know? So that's why I always say get your name in the paper and then I'll, I'll talk about the lineman on the radio – so, you know, because they don't always get that newspaper clipping, so.
1: And they're the guys who, you know, provide those opportunities. They open up the hole. I mean, they're as important as everybody else.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, we, we a lot of those linemen we got back. I mean, that's why, you know, even though we lost Keegan, we lost Mikey, um, we're expecting big things. Uh, like I said, not so much that, you know, obviously they have big shoes to fill, but we're blessed with some talent behind them. But more importantly, our line has grown on both sides of the ball. So, you know, you win the battle up front, you know, if you – whether you're a passing team, running team, you've got to protect your quarterback. Um, and on the same way on the other side, whether that you're facing a team that throws the ball, if you can't get pressure, it puts a, you know, a lot of damper on your uh, secondary. So, you know, we got Dom Robinson. He's 295 pounds, 6'4". He's supposed to be able to move people. You know, he's, he's a junior now. Uh, Tucker Levering, Christian Wiseman, uh, Matthew Odenthal, those guys all started every game last year. You know, uh, at left guard filling in uh, for um, one of our seniors, we have uh, Nathan Martin. And uh, Dylan Mays are going to be rotating. So, again, those are, everybody I've mentioned is junior and seniors. So we we have very few sophomores looking and actually, like, rotating. So most of our guys are junior and seniors. So we got a couple sophomores giving uh, people breaks. Um, so when you got all junior and seniors, you should uh, should be very competitive. And, Coach,
2: now pivoting towards your, your week one game, of course, Trimble, big matchup in the area uh, Trimble. It's the team's going to look a lot different than the past uh, couple of years, you know. I I was reading that, you know, their team is, you know, about half freshmen this year. So they're going to be a really young team, you know. So how much do you really know about them uh going into this year? Um, you know, hey,
4: they they just to start off, they got um they got five players, and I mean players, I mean studs. If you if you get my drift, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh Tabor Lackey, he's going to be their quarterback. He played every game last year. He played tight end, played mm-hmm. defensive end, linebacker. He's going to take over at quarterback. He has been doing this since the third grade, and he can sling the ball. Um, We got to get pressure on him. You know, they got the Guffy boy back. They got the the Wiser kid back. They got Fouts. They got Downs. It starts right there. They do replace all their linemen. So, you know, how well will they do that? Um, But you know, watching the film against Athens, they did a pretty good job. Those young guys they got up front. You know, so they're pretty. They're pretty old in the the linebackers, secondary, quarterbacks. Uh, but again, they're they're inexperienced up front. So again, you know how they're they're solid. You know, a lot of people thought, hey, they lost Kittle, they lost uh, um, right, they lost uh, Sawyer Coons. But you know, more important, like I said, they lost their linemen. So I know they they knew that. Um, we do that going in the off season, and this group that's juniors, they've always won. So uh, you know, Temple football, they expect to win. So they're gonna come over there and give us our best shot, and it's up to us. You know, they have got us the last few years, and you know. We got to swing back a little bit more than what we have in the past. So, uh, you know, we got to be ready to go for the street fight, and uh, we be- we better come out on top this year. Or a lot of people are going to be disappointed. And it's going to start with us in that locker room, and the coaches, you know, are going to be most More importantly, because like I said, we've been uh, we've had this circled since uh, for about a year now. You know, yeah. we want to get some revenge, and you know, like I said, we've come up on the wrong side, and you know, they had senior Latin teams, and now we got the more senior Latin team. We've got 16 seniors, so um, you know, it's, it's now or never for us.
2: Yeah, and, and Coach, just wanted to talk. You started to kind of allude to it at the end of your point there, but, you know, what does this game mean to you when uh, when you see it on the schedule every year?
4: Hey, this, this is the one we, we talk about all winter. Hey, we want to beat that green team at the end, but you know what? This is always the first one. So this is the one that you talk about all winter, all spring, all summer. It's, it's beat the Cats, you know, whatever. Whatever break, beat Tremble, You know, it every water break for the summer. Every one through two-a-days, um, you know. And then after that, it's on the – and we circle that green team at the end, you know, sort of. That's our two big games. We start, we end. You know, I love our schedule the way it is. I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, it's both county rivals. Usually this one's for bragging rights. The one at the end is for the TBC title. You know, nine out of ten years, it's, it's Nelson, New York, and happen. So, um, it's a big one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's probably the, big, it's, it's the big, probably the biggest one on our schedule just for the fact of uh, it's first. You know, and like I said, it used to be game ten. And, you know, we're a lot of the. the yeah, our communities are very similar. Uh, you know, in the socioeconomical economical makeup so forth. We've always both sides always have tough kids. Um so yeah, again, our our seniors, they they want this one. Like I said then, week six we'll turn our attention to, to the Bulldogs, but it it don't get any bigger than this. How about that? Yeah,
1: and it was a, a huge game last year, of course. You guys started off a little bit slow, but I mean you went 5-1 in the TVC Ohio, you got better week in and week out, and then at the end of it you found yourselves you know, with that TVC Ohio crown.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like I said, we came a long way last year. You know, hey, I mean, we started off slow, Trimble put it to us, uh, Fort Fry put it to us, and, you know. But we, like I said, we were a lot better team at the end of the year. Um, we improved. We felt like we improved quite a bit. Um, not know, you know, not saying we're going to go back and beat Fort Fry or Trimble at the end of the year, I'm not going to tell you that. But I think, you know, we we closed the gap, so now with graduation and we've you know we only, we lost six seniors some good ones but we didn't lose probably the you know the caliber of players that uh, Trimble did so we've got more experience this year and we'll see if we capitalize so
1: well coach we always appreciate you taking your time out of your day calling into the program and looking forward to hearing from you hopefully on football friday night if you're still down to to call into the program then
4: we can probably do that. I don't I am not allowed to go scouting anywhere, so I'll I'll be home. I'll probably be watching <laughs> film. <laughs> can't I I can't get a voucher to the other games either. I'm not privileged either, so right. I'm not meeting. I guess I could maybe walk into somebody's doing a radio somewhere, maybe try to sneak in. I'm just kidding. That's for the parents. <laughs> I, that's what I said. I told the guys when we had our T V C meeting, Hey, I'm staying home Friday. I'm not going you know, that's the, the parents need and grandparents to be first choice, not coaches. So we trade film. We play well the so next week and you know, we'll trade a our Scrimmage and our first game with tremble and they'll give us, you know, in return. So this year it's just trying to get them parents in and they just be glad we're playing, you know, at least we're talking about it. And we're not like, you know, like the big 10 and some other conferences and so forth. So right. I'm just glad they're giving us an opportunity and especially for our seniors and, you know, across the state of Ohio, they're they're getting to go one more round at it, you know, even though it's shortened, it's better than not playing at all. So
1: absolutely. I thank you guys for doing what you're doing, man. And we thank you for joining us. You know, I can't wait to see all you right, on Saturday. You all right. Have a good weekend. You too. Well, thanks coach. Again, that's Coach Rusty Richards, the head coach over at the Nelsonville York Buckeyes. We'll take a short break right here on the Sports On the other side, we still got Trevor on the line. We got a lot more teams to break down in the TVC Ohio, and you we'll know, release our uh, little power rankings too, as well. It's a Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting.
0: When there's something strange can under your bed. Who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And
3: we're Athens Dustbusters, and
0: we will bust your dust. Because of Athens CASA, a local foster child will have stability and comfort during a time when their world feels unpredictable. CASA needs your help to make sure that every child has the advocate they need. For just $35, you can support the local court-appointed special advocates and the children they serve when you sign up for the virtual Superhero 5K, taking place on September 4th, 5th, and 6th. Learn more at AthensCASA.com.
1: During this unprecedented time of dining room closures, please visit Larry's Doghouse drive-thru. Online ordering, delivery, and carryout with curb service. We will even bring it out to you at Larry's Doghouse. Larry's Doghouse would like to thank our community for patronizing our restaurant for delicious, great-tasting food, fountain soda, and deliciously decadent shakes. And don't forget about Weenie Wednesday, open 10.30 a.m. through 10 o'clock p.m. Call 740-592-3819 or order online at LarrysDoghouse.com. Larry's Doghouse, 410 West Union Street, Athens. At
0: Siemens Grocery where you can do a week's shopping in 15 minutes. Get you in, get you out. That's why Siemens pays attention to how they organize their products. Everything you need for that weekend cookout or that quick dinner is close at hand. Siemens may not be the size of those big box stores, but that's a virtue. You won't be walking around searching for your groceries. Go in, find what you need, and get back to the grill while the fire's hot. Siemens Grocery, 305 West Union Street, Athens. Listening to The Sports Fan on 970
1: WATH. And back inside right here for The Sports Fan on 970 97.1 FM WATH. Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting. Mills the mic alongside Joey Medora. And we got you up until 7 o'clock today. As it's been a special preview show for the high school football season, we had Coach Rusty Richards just on the program. Always good to talk to Coach, and of course we still have Trevor Stevens down on the line. Uh, and Trevor, of course, you know has all the information in Athens County that you can ever need. Uh, he's done a, a tremendous job filling us in with information and such. We had him on uh, a little bit earlier. He's kind enough to stay on through the interview with Coach Richards, and then uh, you know continuing our talk, Trevor with. The TBC Ohio. So we got Athens, who's replacing a couple of skilled players. Uh, we got Nelsonville York. Who I mean, after talking with Coach Rusty Richards, he seems that you know it, it's a this is NY's
3: year to, to really go in and and win it all this time. He just saying saying that since he knows Athens, uh, one of two rivals, and. But it, from his message, it's surprising my the freshman quarterback you said that was starting It would be interesting to see how he does since they are replacing both their old quarterback and Keegan Wilburn. see how those replacements do. Athens, on the other hand, basically it's every year you have right to see step up make you have to catch the ball from one play on the field but if you have a star quarterback like Nelson just graduated there, so Athens is lucky to have Joey Moore one more year. Right,
1: and you know, with with Athens and Joey Moore and uh, you know, 34 touchdowns last year, Joey and that's a, a pretty decent quarterback for coming out of the Bulldogs. Yeah, pretty decent.
2: He was top in the all of uh, Division II in in passing when you look at the state numbers. I believe he was definitely in top five, if, maybe not, maybe even top three, if I if I remember correctly. Um, Yeah, he was a stud last year, man. Came in, filled, I mean, Clay Davis had a good career at Athens, and uh, Joey came in and filled in the shoes nicely. He was a Gridiron Glory Player of the Year finalist last year. Um, Really solid player, and I heard a Nathan White interview saying just that, you know, and he got bigger and stronger from last year. And, you know, he said he wanted to work on throwing the ball down the field a little bit more, and he said uh, he's worked on that and done well with it this offseason. They were also pretty certain they had guys that were ready to fill in in the skill position spots. So it seems like Athens uh, has a lot of confidence. You know, Nathan White, they had a pretty successful offense last year. Nathan White's been in charge of that offense for a long time now, and they've they always been pretty darn good. So I, I wouldn't expect
1: too much differently from the Bulldogs uh, this fall. And, Trevor, you know, what do you think is going on with the rest of the TVC Ohio this year? Because we talked a lot about the Athens Bulldogs. We talked a lot about, you know, Nelson, New York Buckeyes. Uh, but what do you expect coming from the rest of the TVC Ohio?
3: I'm glad to that you asked because I have created also a Paris rankings, and I have Athens and one, and New York two, Roasting, three, Witton County four, Megs five, Alex six, and River Valley seven. And the only difference between Alex and River Valley is the head-to-head game. I think they play each other.
1: Yeah, I mean it is a. Yeah, uh, I mean I I gotta. I gotta agree with the, a lot of the the picks right there. Um, you know, maybe I might move Megs up a little bit. I mean, Wellston seems to have turned their program around. Uh, I can't remember. Did he say that was six for uh, for Welston? Were they going to be uh, third? Yeah. So Wellston with three, and then uh, you know, I think Vinton County is a surprising team. I mean, Athens almost lost over to Vinton County uh, yeah. earlier on.
2: And but a finish. lot of really close games last year that they, uh, that they ended up losing. But, uh, you know, still,
1: I believe they finished, ended up fourth in the conference last year. Right. Uh, so it is, you know, I, I, Trevor, i got to agree. I mean, a lot of those schools um, uh, might be a little bit identical to my power rankings. We just got to see. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll, it it we'll say. It sounds like you uh, think you're right. Of course. And uh, well, go ahead, Joey. What were you going to say?
2: Well, you just brought up VC, so you know I was just thinking uh, we've we've heard a lot. Some people have some high expectations for uh, the Vikings this year, and just kind of talking about it, they uh, they're replacing two out of their five linemen, which is something. But they do they do return their quarterback in Braylon Damron, and in the offense they run, they run the dive option. It's very important in an offense like that to have guys who have run it before. It's so it's, I mean, people talk about chemistry within the quarterback and his receivers, but you need to have that with your running backs, all three of them, when it comes to running the dive option. I mean, you and your dive back have to have the mesh point down, Pat, every single play. You and the wing backs have to be able to keep your pitch relation if it's a triple option play. So returning a quarterback I think will be key for Vinton County this year. Uh, You know, they did lose a significant amount on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they, They definitely were an interesting story last year, played a lot of close games.
1: And, Trevor, before we let you go, because we got to take up a, another break right here before we end the program, uh, what's your prediction? Athens-Alexander coming up this Friday.
3: I have uh, Athens in a blowout because that series is 18-4 to 4 with Alexander's last win. 2015. That was at Athens, and their last home win was 2010, and Athens has dominated the series 10-2 to 10 in the TBC, so it's going to be another Athens blowout running clock maybe because that is still in effect this year.
1: Well, we will see. It's a bold prediction from Trevor Very. Stevens. We've always appreciated. Uh, unwavering. Yeah, unwavering support for the Athens Bulldogs uh, coming from Trevor, and, of course, uh, we always appreciate him coming on the program, sharing the information and all the work that he does uh, to keep us informed, but Trevor, we got to, you know, have you back on the Sports Fan at some other time. We got a short break to take right here, and then on the other side, we'll break it down and. Uh, get out our predictions. But, Trevor, thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Fan on 970 97.1 FM, WATH. No one knows sweet tea like the folks around here, because folks around here know what it
0: feels like to earn something. And there's nothing more rewarding than the taste of fresh-brewed tea
4: sweetened just right, like Mickey D's sweet tea. Now it comes in a new cup that keeps the tea cold longer. So whether you're taking a 10 or because, whew, it's hot out here, your sweet tea will be cold. So stop by McDonald's and get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Lemon available
0: upon request. Claim compared to prior large-sized beverage cup. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. So it turns out, many people don't know that C&E Hardware in Athens sells major appliances. Everything from refrigerators to washers and dryers, all delivered for free. Plus, they're delivered by the C&E staff, not a third party out of Columbus. C&E will haul away the old appliances for free. Some places charge as much as $30. If you want to pick it up, you can do that, too. We have over 100 appliances in stock. When you're in the market for a new kitchen appliance, think C&E Hardware first.
1: In association with Gruiser Realty and Building. Larry Conrath, he sells real estate. Larry Conrath, he sells real estate. Larry Conrath, he sells real estate. 5913015. 5913015. 5913015. What was that number again? I said... 591 3015. Oh, During this unprecedented time of dining room closures, please visit Larry's Doghouse Drive Through. Online ordering, delivery, and carry out with curb service. We will even bring it out to you at Larry's Doghouse. Larry's Doghouse would like to thank our community for patronizing our restaurant for delicious, great tasting food, fountain soda, and deliciously decadent shakes. And don't forget about Weenie Wednesday, open 10 30 a.m. through 10 o'clock p.m. Call 740 592 3819 or order online at LarrysDogHouse.com.
0: Five twenty-one for a free estimate. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970
1: WATH. And back inside for The Sports Fan right here on 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH, Mills the Mic alongside Joey and We got you for about four more minutes until the end of The Sports Fan. CBS News comes your way at the top of the hour. And, of course, the breaking news you know, earlier on in The Sports Fan. Uh, around 6.20, it broke that the Reds and the Brewers will not play today because of the situation uh, that is relevant to, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's Milwaukee or if it's so Milwaukee postponed and boycotted their game because of the shooting. Uh, but the Reds and Brewers will not play today. Uh, we'll get more information for you, I guess, in the morning sports update tomorrow. But, you know, we got to get our power rankings here for the TVC Ohio. Uh, I think it's, you know, Trevor makes a a, a good, good uh, analysis. I, th- I think of the TVC Ohio, and um, uh, I I don't know. I can't remember exactly what the order that he put it in, but I gotta imagine that orders are gonna be kind of similar here. Uh, but I'm think it's gonna go. You know, I like the enthusiasm from Coach Richards. I think that this is a year that they can go out there. Can I do like a one A and one B? No, Between, no, absolutely not. No, I can't just do Nelsonville, York, and Athens at the top again. No, that wouldn't be a power ranking set. I guess. Uh, this, I'm going to go. Oh, Joey Moore's a, a good quarterback. He's led the team. I think Nelsonville York's got. A, uh, they do have a new quarterback. They got a lot of experience. But I'm going to go with the quarterback who, who threw. Uh, for a lot of touchdowns last year. Uh, I'm going to go Joey Moore and the Athens Bulldogs, number one. Nelsonville, York, uh, number two. But I, I do see them going and raising up in those power rankings. Three, Wilson had a nice year last year. Uh, I like what they did, uh, of course, making it into the postseason for the first time in a long time. Four, I'm going to go with the Megs Marauders. Then I'm going to go five with Fitton County. Uh, and then six with River Valley. You left out a team, Alexander. Uh, Alexander. So I'm going to go Alexander at 4, Megs 5, uh, and then Vinton County 6, River Valley 7. I know I was missing somebody. Interesting. Uh, I believe I'm with you on the Athens take. Uh, your best, biggest team
2: in the conference with the best player in the conference. They should win it. I think NY comes in at 2. Wellston follows up their decent year last year with another decent season. This year, they're going to finish out at 3. I think V.C., well, coming fourth, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I think there's something about them this year that uh, they're going to win a couple of those close games they didn't last year, so that will put them at fourth. I'll go five with Megs. You know, they got Coulter Cleveland third year as a starter, I think will be successful. Six and seven will be Alexander and River Valley, respectively.
1: Well, that sounds good. Well, there we go. We got a little bit of a preview show coming up for the high school football season. TVC Ohio, TVC Hawking, and of course we got a couple games for you on Friday as well. It's been the Sports Fan presented by J and K Contracting here on the 26th of August. We appreciate Coach Richards taking the time, and of course Trevor Stevens taking the time to be a part of the program.
0: 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970.